Hi everyone. My name is Tracy. I am uh, I'm starting a new channel here for encounters for cryptids and just basically anything that's supernatural. Um, I uh, am a big follower of a couple of the channels on YouTube that I love to listen to. And this stuff is just fascinating. The reason I wanted to start this channel was because I really feel like I, I kind of wanted to broaden things out a little bit and see if I can get some people on that might have some more experiences with like vampire encounters and, you know, just some other stuff that's going on. I know that we we talk a lot about Dogman and we talk a lot about Bigfoot. Alien encounters are pretty common, um, but I'm kind of looking for some things that are a little more uncommon. If we can find that, I, I definitely still want to cover the dogmen encounters and the Bigfoot encounters and aliens and, you know, but there's, there's other cryptids as well, like the rake. And I'm not sure if they fall in the line of cryptid, but, uh, I guess supernatural beings, you know, such as the rake, the Wendigos, skinwalkers, um, little people. That's something that, that very much fascinates me is the, um, the, this legend with the little people. I'd really, you know, like to hear some more stories about that. Um, and like I said, vampire encounters would be, would be awesome. I think everybody's a little bit, you know, we all grew up with the legend of vampires and, you know, a little fascinated by that. And, and I've, you know, I've, I've run into some people that are, were pretty, you know, credible people that credible sounding people, their, you know, credentials were, you know, these are people that are, you know, they're doctors, lawyers, firefighters, policemen, you know, ex, ex Marines, you know, there's, there's a lot of people here that are very credible people that are having encounters. So it's gotten to a point where there's been so many encounters. I mean, it's, it's just, there's just thousands and thousands of encounters dating back just hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years now. And, you just can't discount this stuff anymore. I mean, that it, it's kind of like, you know, the jig is up. You know, the government needs to come out and tell us what's going on. But I just think that I, 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 I just feel that possibly they're not telling us because it, it could, you know, maybe mean that the Bible's true you know, some of the stories in the Bible of the giants and, you know, just different things or, you know, I, I, I just, I mean, my own personal feeling is that Satan runs the show down here. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the Lord and I feel that Satan runs the show and all of his boys and girls and his gang. And, you know, if we know that, <laughs> that they're real and that that's true, then, it's all real. You know, if a giant is real, then it's all real. You know, if a werewolf is real, then it's all real. You know, it, it just, it, it's just something I, I feel that a lot of people have theories on Bigfoot that they won't come out with the truth because Bigfoot, you know, it, it would be something that they would, it would cause us to lose all this money. Like the for the, the, the National Forest Association would 
lose money and they would <laughs> people wouldn't be out in the woods and that type of stuff which i i honestly feel that people would still be out in the woods because that's just people that's just the way people are you know they might be a little more armed or guarded but i don't think it has anything to do with the logging industry is what i was getting to um i don't think that it's the logging industry that they're worried about i think it's a lot i think it goes a lot deeper than that it's 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 in the bible you know the bible talks about giants and they were there were story there was one story i know of especially about the the troops in afghanistan that had run into a giant in a cave over there and the giant had attacked some of the the guys i think one of them at least died one or two and then you know the other ones i'm not sure if they killed the giant or if they got away i can't it's been a while since i i heard that story but and if you go back to, I mean, if you if you get into that and you have proof of that or you believe in that, then that's right in the Bible. And that basically verifies that God is real. That's what I feel. I, I just feel that Satan doesn't want us to know because if we knew, then we would believe in God more. And, and that's really what I think is going on. I, I just think that everything has been covered up. There's just so much that's been covered up. So I just would really like to start discussing things more on on other sightings as well you know like i said there's there's the especially the vampire legends um and there's other things um i am also going to be getting into some of my own stories um i have grown up my whole life as i guess you would call me i mean people say psychic they say sensitive i have american indian in me and Asian and I um I know that those people tend to our people have a, a tendency to be more open maybe to that type of thing I'm not sure but I know that mine started when I was a little girl and I I grew up in a it was it was I don't know how many rooms it was when I was growing up my mother said it was a 42 room house or mansion I'm not sure if it was that many rooms but um and so I grew up with a a ghost that they called Ed when I was little and it was the house was clearly haunted um, it was it was a good ghost. I mean, that's what we grew up believing, that it was a good ghost and that he protected us. And apparently he had died in the house. <clears throat> and um, there were just things that happened that, you know, were just, they were supernatural. And I believe that, I don't know if I was born with my abilities or if I kind of you know, develop them because of the house I grew up in because I've heard theories on that that if you if you're exposed to a lot of supernatural things that it can actually enhance your abilities or even create them so or open them up I guess I should say I don't think they're created that way I think they're just you know you're you're you know you're just opened up to it but I think all that you know I grew up in this house and it was pretty scary and then after a while it was just me and my it was my grandmother who raised me so she was my mother and, uh, you know, it was just the two of us in the house with the dogs and it was pretty scary. I mean, it was a very scary house to grow up in. Beautiful Victorian house. I loved it and I was proud to grow up in it, but it was, I mean, it was just, I could never stay anywhere alone. Even to this day, I have to have lights on when I sleep. I, a lot of times I sleep with a TV on 
And a lot of times I sleep, you know, with even like my phone on on YouTube or I'll, I'll play the Bible when I'm sleeping, feeling like that'll give me some protection. But I, I tend to get closed in on like if, if I'm alone in a room or a house somewhere, not a room, it's more like a house. If I'm if I'm in an entire house by myself, it's like that that realm closes in on me and it makes me feel like they crowd me. And I'm so aware of them at all times. So I don't have any buffer, you know, when I'm alone. So I like to surround myself with people. I at least have to have one other adult in the house with me or, you know, like a teenager. And I like lights on. So, and it, it just, that's just the way I've always been. And I know that that's my comfort zone and that's what keeps, you know, everything buffered away from me. That's how I deal with it. But I've had some interesting encounters with things or just, you know, stories that have happened to me. And I will be telling you about those along the way. Um, like I said, this is going to be, you know, this is the start of this. And it's going to take some building and some time, you know, to get where I want to be with it. Um, I'd like to have guests, you know, guests on and read some stories. And, you know, the, the norm that goes on on these type of channels, uh, maybe try to mix it up and, you know, just do a lot of different types of encounters. I really, really would like to have a, a very, you know, broad range of encounters on here, not just limited to one thing. So anybody that wants to call in and um, tell me what what's happened to them or send me stories, you can email me. I will put links down on in the description. Um, I'll send my email address in there and I'll even put my phone number and you can, you know, text me and let me know or call me. I mean, I actually, I guess email would be better for now. Just email me and let me know, you know, what your story is. And if you'd even be willing to come on the channel and talk about stuff too. So that would be great. So, um, I just, I'm not really sure which story to start with. I have so many, but I did want to talk about one story that happened to me when I was out with a family relative one night. Um, it was about two years ago and I live in Pennsylvania, which is, it's kind of funny because it, I never really thought of Pennsylvania as sounding spooky. And, uh, one of my friends had told me that, that they didn't grow up in Pennsylvania, but they said that when they had ever heard the word Pennsylvania, it, it cracked them up because it always reminded them of Transylvania. And it it was just, it always sounded really spooky to them. And I thought that was really funny because I always grew up thinking everybody related Pennsylvania to like the Dutch and the Amish and everything, which we really don't have. I mean, when you're in Pennsylvania, most of the people here are just normal people that you would see in any city or state. It's not really, you know, you just don't really see an overabundance of Dutch and Amish people there. I mean, there's communities of them and like Lancaster, I think is a little more common. Some of the back roads, you know, you might run into a couple families, but you really just don't see it that often. And so it kind of strikes me funny when people talk about Pennsylvania like that, because I'm, you know, I'm not aware of how big of a community that is, but I mean, I'm sure they're there. I just, you know, but the norm is just seeing everyday average people that, you know, you'd see anywhere. So it kind of cracked me up. But then when they said that, you know, it reminded them of Transylvania, that that really was funny to me, too. 
And then as I was listening to things like the Missing 411 with David Polites, which is an absolutely much recommended channel, if anybody can get on there and follow David Polites. And I will talk about that too as we go. As long as I get his permission, I don't want to offend David because I have a lot of respect for him and his work. And I think he is just amazing. Um, I will, um, you know, I'll try to, like I said, get into some stuff with him. But if you, um, if you, like some of his testimonials and things with people that have had disappearances, he said that Pennsylvania is a, an extremely high, highly active state. It's very, there's a, I guess there was a cluster of disappearances here way back. I'm not sure what year it was. It was quite a while ago, but they had a major problem with missing people here. And we've got a lot of wooded areas and it's, it's just really, it's very, very wooded around here. So I can see why there would be a lot of disappearances here. But, I mean, locally where I live, I don't even know if anybody's even seen too many Bigfoot. I think there might have been one or two sightings that I knew of from the past. And um, I don't think there's any – I don't know of anybody that's seen dogmen here. I know towards the western Pennsylvania, I've heard they even have like a town that is named after dogmen where it's so prevalent to see them that it's almost like common. Like they're they're – it just doesn't shock any of the locals out there. It's more towards Ohio area, which, of course, that's, you know, we all know that Ohio and Michigan are very, very um, problematic for disappearances and sightings and stuff like that. So, so my daughter and I were out driving, and we – I was taking her home. She was um, – with her boyfriend and they had just moved into a new apartment and I was driving them down the road, which was only maybe three blocks away from where I actually lived, but it was midnight and I did not want her walking cause it was, it was late. And I just thought, well, I'll just run you down in the car and we get about, I would say about two blocks down the road and I suddenly see this, white thing. It literally looked like a skeleton that was so white, it was almost glowing. It wasn't glowing, but it had this appearance of, it was just that white. And it scuttled across the road in front of my car so fast. It was just unbelievable. It, it it literally just scuttled across the road and it went right in underneath this truck on the outside of the truck underneath it and it disappeared. And I thought I was literally seeing things. I thought there's no way. I just saw that. And she looked at me and we both at the same time said, what in the world was that? although I used an, you know, a little bit of stronger language at the time. But we were just shocked. And I knew then at that moment when she had said that to me that I had seen what I saw. I just, I couldn't get over it, neither could she. It was, it was really something else. And something in my brain or, you know, my, my whatever extra senses I have told me it was a rake that we had seen a rake and it was pretty, 
all I could think about was, wow, if she would have walked home, imagine that. And all I could also think about was that I used to take walks really late at night all the time. And I would go out sometimes at two o'clock in the morning if I was working late and I would get home and I would just go for a long walk, you know, and it was right around the area. And I just, I couldn't even get over it. I thought there is just no way that I was walking around something that could have existed like this. And this was way, this was before I was listening to and became aware of the dogman sightings and the, all the other cryptid sightings and all the creatures and stuff. I, I hadn't really gotten into all that really. I, I did, to me at that point, it was still all just, you know, fairy tale, supernatural stuff. And uh, when I saw this, I just, I, I just really, it just floored me. It was very skeletal. There was no, absolutely no skin on it. There was no flesh on it. There was nothing. I didn't see the eyes. It literally had no, no torso. It had no, there's no legs. You didn't see any legs. All you saw was like somebody chopped a skeleton off at the torso so you saw the ribs, it was like the rib cage area all the way up to the the skull and the arms. And it when it went across the road, it was using its arms to get there. I didn't see anything else. It was like it was, but it was, it, I mean, it didn't look like it was dragging itself. It just looked like it scurried across the road, like maybe had like invisible little feet or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe there was legs to it and it was just, you know, I couldn't see them. I mean, that that's a possibility that we didn't actually see the legs, that they were invisible or blackened out or whatever, but we definitely saw the the whole upper part of the body and the and the skull and the arms. And it went like I said, it went under the this truck, which was only like a block away from her house. And that upset me because I was like, She's living right around this thing and you know, she takes her dog for a walk and it just it's just stuff that you think about that's just you're just in disbelief and it completely changed my just any thought of going outside to go for walks at night. It, it, I mean, I will not go for walks by myself anymore. I, you know, I have to have somebody with me. I'll go in the daytime when other people are out and, and about, but I will not go at nighttime. I will absolutely not do it. This wasn't even that late. I mean, midnight really wasn't that late of a time you know, it was late enough, but you know, you're, I'm, I was always thinking three o'clock in the morning was the witching hour. And that's when you really have to be careful. But some of these sightings, I mean, they can happen. People are getting daytime sightings. They can happen at any time, but this was just, this was crazy. So that was what, one of the stories that I had to, I was my only one and only sighting I've ever had of something that looked like that. I've never had anything else. But, and I hope I never do again. I don't really know what the meaning is of having a sighting like that. Some people have said it's a bad omen or it, you know, means something. I'm not sure what it means. I don't know why we see it. If it's just a random thing, if it's just something that just happens that this, this creature was just on its way somewhere, or maybe it was on the side of the road drinking or eating, or I don't know what, there was no roadkill or anything that I saw. So I'm not sure why it didn't just stay where it was until we crossed. And, you know, why would it just cross right in front of our path and make it a point to be seen and then disappear under a truck? Like, 
we checked under the truck, like we looked under, and I don't remember if we got out of the car. I can't remember. I don't think we did. I think we just kind of looked under it. And I think we were too afraid to get out of the car. And then I, I know when I dropped her off, I went back that way and I kind of just like looked under out of, you know, out of my window and there was nothing. He didn't see anything. And I thought, well, where did this thing go? So, but it's, it's some pretty crazy stuff. So if anybody has any, any, uh, stories like this, I would love to hear them. And, um, like I said, I would really like to hear some vampire stories. I just, we don't hear enough of them and I'm absolutely convinced they exist by some of the encounters that I have heard and from the people that have told the encounters, they sound pretty credible. So if anybody has anything like that, I would love to hear that. Not that I'm just into vampires. I mean, I, I want to hear all of it. The reason that I listen to this stuff is because I feel personally that God led me on a journey to know. I don't know why I was searching for, I was getting really close to the Lord and I was searching for things and he started opening me up to, I, I guess you would call it like that great awakening thing where he starts you out with, you know, all the stuff with the government and the cover-ups and, you know, the child sacrifices and, you know, I mean, to, for would it, lack of a better word, the Illuminati. Um, I started with that, the music industry, and, and then he just kept leading me down this path, just one thing after another. It took me into stories about, you know, I think I started with, I think it was the stairs that they were finding in the woods. I don't know if that those stories are true. I don't know if that stuff's true. I don't know if that was just for entertainment purposes, but that just kind of led me into other things until I started um, finding stories with real credible witnesses with encounters of, you know, Bigfoot and dogmen and, and aliens and, and just all kinds of stuff. And, and then it landed me here. And like I said, I've, I've had many, many encounters of my own and stories. Um, I've never encountered a dogman before, but my, um, one of my family members thought that they saw one in the park over by our house. We have a, um, there's a park that's about two, also two blocks away. It's actually right around, our family all kind of lives close to each other. Everybody's like a block away, a few blocks away, right around the corner, down the road. Like everybody's really close to each other. So it's, it's, it's kind of neat. I really, I do like that. And we have this park that's by the school and he was coming out of his mother's house that night and he was getting ready to walk, to take a walk, to go to another house that was like, you know, pretty far away. I would say it was probably a few miles away. And I think it was like around 10 o'clock at night. And he came out of the, like I said, he came out of the house and he stopped for a moment. And I think he smoked a cigarette. I think that's why he was just standing there looking. And he heard this noise, like a howl kind of noise, but it was lower. It was like muffled. And he saw this movement in the park. And he said he looked over when he saw this movement and it was this really odd looking, it literally looked like a dog on legs. And we had no idea about dogmen when this even, like this didn't even, 
we literally just thought he was seeing things at the time. You know, we didn't even think about the dogmen encounters or anything like that. This was years before that happened. And so I guess this, this creature, he said it, it just, it was like, it like kind of like walking, like in the way dogmen walk, like that jumpy kind of, you know, almost reminds of like a Scooby-Doo type of the creatures that follow them behind them, like that type of, he said it was kind of like that kind of walk. And he said it just stopped and it stretched up. He said it was like a full moon, he thought, and it stretched its arms up into the air and it kind of like pointed up at the moon. It was like stretching, but it was like, ended up like pointing like its finger up at the moon. And then it just kind of, you know, went kind of hunched back over and it just, it just leapt away. And he was just like, this thing looked, it looked like a dog. It looked like a, like a werewolf, you know, but he, but at the time, like I said, we didn't, we didn't think anything about it even being possible that it could have been real, that it was like, you know, maybe somebody in a costume or maybe you were seeing things or maybe it was a demon or, you know, cause we all believe in demons and we believe in the spiritual realm because of all of the encounters we've had in our family um, with the spiritual realm. It's mostly spiritual things like um, uh, ghosts and spirits and things like that. But he said that it was just the freakiest thing. And I remember when this happened and I, I just, I just completely dismissed it. And then not too long ago, we had been talking about this stuff and he was like, do you remember when I told you that story? And he recounted the story to me again. And I was just in shock. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, you saw a dog man a dog man. And we were just, we were, we were just, we couldn't get over it. So, and like I said, the area that we live in, it does not shock us. So, and he also saw one night in the back of his garage, he said he was standing outside of his garage and he saw a blue orb that showed up out of nowhere. And he said, it just he stood there just looking at this thing and it was really blue, like an electric blue. And it was a beautiful blue. He said it was just floating around and back where the trees are. Cause there's a lot of trees back there. He said the thing was just kind of floating around and it was almost like it was looking at him and he just stood there and he said he had never, he's not the type of person to get afraid of anything. Cause even the night that he saw the dog man or he, what we think was the dog, a dog man, he said that he wasn't afraid. He just said, well, I have my gun on me and, and, a, and a knife. And he still walked. He still went to where he was going to go. Now, had he known about the dogman encounters then, I don't know if he would have done that. But, you know, but, but back then, like I said, he doesn't he didn't know anything about them. So he just shrugged it off and he walked to wherever he was going. So but he um, this orb that he saw, he said he had never been felt more fear that night than when he was looking at this orb because this was a crystal clear orb that was not like there was no way you could imagine this it was something that you know you just you knew it was an orb and you knew it shouldn't be there and it was just hovering there and he said the fear that came over him was just unbelievable and he kind of backed away he backed into like towards like the front of of the garage and then he I think he went into the garage and he waited for a little bit locked himself in and then he went in to his house. So we've got, there's, there's a lot of stuff. Um, there's, like I said, there's many stories here. I'll even have him on some time to tell you his side of it, 
but we've we've had an interesting life. So I think this is going to be fun and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy doing this and you know, I don't you know, the comments I don't care if it's they're bad or good. Hopefully everybody enjoys the stories and talking and there's going to be so much I plan to get into, so much so many different things. It's going to be just a real journey, I think, for everybody. I just feel it's super, super important that the exposure continues and it keeps coming out. And we all have to kind of work together and make sure that we're informed. And that's why I named the channel In the Dark, because I feel like we've all been kept in the dark and they will continue to keep us in the dark as long as they can with as much as they can. And there's, you know, not much we can do about it other than really looking out for one another and keeping everybody in the loop and, and, you know, helping to try to figure out what's going on. I mean, I know all of us have theories that hear about these encounters. You know, you have things that come through your mind and we have theories. And I would love to find somebody that could do astral projection, that type of thing. I've thought about doing it, but I'm a little afraid. I don't, I just don't think I have the guts to do it, but if anybody else does it or is involved with it, I would love to talk to you because I think that would be an amazing, um, thing to experiment, I guess experiment with would be the good word for it just to see how it would go and hope that it would, it would give us some answers. I think it's super important, especially for these children, these, I mean, I feel sorry for all the families that have people that are being, you know, just affected by all this, but my heart, just these children, the fear that children that are being abducted, that are going through, that they go through is just, it's just, un, it's unimaginable. I just can't even believe that this is happening. And, and, you know, it's, the Indians talked about this and there were, there were, you know, writings in, inside pyramids. And I mean, this stuff's been going on for a very long time. So it's up to us as a group and I don't think you should limit yourself to one channel. I think that we should be, you know, looking out for each other and searching all the channels and everybody should be working together. It's not a competition. It's not who has a better channel. You know, I've got my favorites that I love to listen to and I love a lot of them. They're not a lot, but I would say there's several of them that I really, really love and I really respect and love the people that are doing it. And I think, you know, I don't, I don't really have a favorite or a preference, I wouldn't say, because I just really, you know, really think they're all great. And, and that's, you know, I don't want any kind of, you know, competitive feelings here. I just, like I said, I think this is about the truth and it's about protecting each other. And I think that we need to really, really get on the ball here and work together and really come together and, and, you know, just do a, hopefully a really great job at figuring out what is really going on here. And I just, I have a feeling we're going to find out it's much darker and more sinister than we could imagine. So hopefully everybody will keep an open mind and an open heart and don't get upset if people have theories about God. I know there's going to be people that don't want to hear about God, but you have to understand, you know, that if these creatures are real, that means that God could very much be real. You know, as much as people don't like to hear about it, some people don't because they, they really don't want, I, I mean, let's face it, nobody wants accountability. We don't want to have to answer to, 
you know, how we want to live our lives and nobody wants to be questioned and that type of stuff. And I think that a lot of the offense with God comes with that. You know, it's just that you just don't want to have to change and be accountable for what you do, you know, so you just don't want to hear about it, you know, or some people might have had tragedies and it's made them bitter, but just try to keep an open mind here because, you know, some of this, I mean, you know, all of it even could lead back to God, you know, it could lead to Satan. So I don't know, but hopefully we will figure this out at some point. So you guys have a wonderful night and I will be trying to post things. I would say once a week, um, unless I get a lot of stories, if I, if I start getting a lot of stories and, and people calling in to, to be on the, the show, then I will definitely be posting more. Have a wonderful night, everybody. God bless you. Hi, everyone. I, I wanted to let you know that I, I removed the, um, there was a segment that was added to this episode and it was actually supposed to be the second episode. So I removed that and I put it in for the second episode. So if you go on to the number two episode, you will hear one that you might've already heard before, then just skip that and go to the third one. I had to kind of rearrange this a little bit and, and edit it and fix it because however it got set up, it got set up wrong. So, um, if you go to number two and it sounds like something you've heard before, just skip that and go to number three. It's because I had to rotate the, um, the segment and turn it into an episode. So hopefully you understand what I'm talking about here, <laughs> but, um, all is well, just, you know, keep listening and hope you guys are enjoying the episodes here. Take care. Bye-bye.